Welcome to Leadership Matters with Dr. Cheryl White and Dr. Andre Howard. This is your forum for exploring and discussing challenges that are faced by public and nonprofit leaders. And now, Leadership Matters. Good afternoon, and thank you for tuning in to Leadership Matters, informing leaders, inspiring solutions. I'm Cheryl White, and I am delighted today to be having a conversation with Wendy McKinney, who is a motivational speaker and author of Busy Doing What? Making Every Moment Count. We're going to be talking about stepping back, resetting, and ensuring we're leading and living on purpose Wendy Mack, like I, as I like to say, <laughs> thank you for joining us today. Woohoo, woohoo! Thank you for having me. What a privilege! What an honor! <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited. Yes, I am excited too. Before we dive into your fabulous book and uh, really kind of talk about the meat of um, living every moment uh, in the moment that I guess makes it count. Uh, love to have you just share a little bit about yourself in your own leadership journey. Um, well, I am a mother and a wife, and that causes uh, requires a lot of leadership. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> um, but in my professional life, I um, most recently was the I led the team for um, our philanthropy team at the Red Cross of San Diego as the chief development officer. And before that, I was, or after that, or some period, I can't remember everything now, but I've <laughs> led, led the fundraising team for the San Diego History Center. Um, before that, when I was living in Los Angeles, I led our our sales team at Sun America AIG um, for internal wholesalers selling investment products. So probably about 30 years of leadership, along with a pastoring with my husband, uh, ministry here in San Diego. Okay. And I think there's another organization you served at someplace Oops, in between there. Sorry. <laughs> and I don't course, know, maybe. Of course, my first job in leadership when I came to San Diego was the amazing Neighborhood House <laughs> Association. Absolutely. Where I was the special assistant to the president, a liaison for all the, um, the executive leadership team, and then for the the uh, president CEO, and then I actually started the new development team mm-hmm. um, right before transitioning to the Red Cross. So yes, the great, awesome Neighborhood House Association. <laughs> Thank you, and it was actually at that wonderful space that I was that I met you, and so yeah. delighted uh, that we did have an opportunity to connect then, and that we have an opportunity to uh, stay connected and to connect now. So. Uh, again, just excited uh, to have you here. Thank so you. this topic, busy doing what? Talk to me about how that's connected to who you are and just kind of what gave you that as something that you really wanted to write a book on and share with the world. Well, since I was probably in high school, definitely in college, I was always super, super busy, whether it was in activities at school and in and, and high school and student council. Then in college, I had three jobs. I was in extracurricular activities there. Um, of course, lots of classes and projects and programs. And then I got into my professional life and I just kept this busy 
life to the point of exhaustion and to the point of um, just really not taking care of my body. And I was working uh, for the Red Cross and I actually was asked by leadership to take a leave of absence. I didn't even want to leave, but I was so sick. I had pneumonia, but I've been working sometimes 17, 18, 20 hours in a day where I would literally go home when the sun was up, get dressed, come back home because I was just so committed to the job. I was chief development officer for disaster relief. So of course, disasters happen whenever they happen. So uh, we were working sometimes 24 hours, we could be at work. And that's when I was thinking, you know what, this is not the life that I want to live. This is not the purpose that I was put on this earth to, to fulfill. Something's got to change with this busyness and um, kind of led me to writing this book. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I think that there's many of us who can relate to that and um, and really have to ask ourselves, you know, busy doing what? It, it makes me think of a, a book that's titled, and I think we've talked about this maybe uh, in the past, it was uh, Language in the Pursuit of Happiness. Mm. Uh, when I um, saw this definition of happiness mm-hmm. and their definition of happiness was finding a balance between peace and productivity. And initially I thought that's like the strangest definition. <laughs> and then um, the more I thought about it, mm-hmm. uh, the more I came to appreciate the value in doing just that and kind of figuring out what is that balance between um productivity and peace. And so that really kind of transitions me into much of the great reads that you have in your book and the various um, layers of the onion, one might say, that you peel back on this topic. So if we dive into just kind of talking about how people can live and lead more on purpose, and I think, you know, your chapter um, defining what is really important really kind of helps us to begin to do that. Would you say more about that chapter? I will. I will. And actually, if you'll allow me, I want to hit a little bit on peace and productivity. It just oh, please. makes me mm-hmm. think about uh, one of the chapters or concept in the book that talks about sleep and mm. about peace and productivity. And I mentioned how I would be at work until overnight. So I, I rarely slept. And I, there's a piece in the book that really talks about the importance of sleep and taking breaks. And when you mm. talk about peace and product, productivity, when you sleep and you rest, you're at peace and you get back up from that rest. Then you have a new level of energy mm-hmm. to be productive. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we think staying up all night, staying up for two and three days, which I could do very easily in college, can't do it at all. Now I'm just like mm-hmm. sick and just, you know more regressive now, but um, Mm -hmm. when you rest and regenerate, even taking a 30 minute power nap, Mm -hmm. I started doing that even like right at work, right in my car, 15 minutes of not deep sleep, not REM sleep, but 15 minutes of just being quiet and just resting puts you in such a place of productivity. It, it, It enhances. And I talk about it in the book, how you can multiply your productivity by just mm-hmm. pausing and taking that break. So I just wanted to mm-hmm. throw that in there because I really get. Yeah, I love it. Happiness and peace and productivity. I love that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely love that. Yeah, wonderful. So as we talk about defining what's really important, um, just just when, when I think about the book in general, 
the first thing I say is just stop, 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 stop with the busyness, whether you're busy working tons and tons of hours, whether you're busy um, being bored and not doing anything, whether you're busy um, confused about what your purpose is, whether you're, I mean, it stemmed, of course, from me being super busy, uh, spending a lot of time working and being away from my children and my family and not taking care of my body. But whatever your busy is, this book shouts, please just stop and pause and take a moment and evaluate what am I doing in my life? What's really going on in my life? Am I fulfilling the purpose that I was put on this earth to fulfill? There's a part in the book that says pause and applaud. Pause and applaud. Sometimes we have to pause and just celebrate ourselves. We don't even do that because we're so busy. We don't even take the time to recognize what we have accomplished or what we have done. So it's so important to stop and do that. So when we talk about defining what's important, we know that it's our children, it's our health and our bodies, it's our marriages. I mean, of course, but work seems to, and our businesses seem to take the lead, but we have to take the time, again, stop and evaluate now, how can I balance? How can I have some balance with this family, with this body, with this job and all this time? So I'm not going to tell you everything that the book says because you have to buy it. So <laughs> into what's really important. And there's a part in this um, chapter that talks about, um, actually, my brother is in this chapter, and I think he might even be listening. And he um, was in school and he was getting his second master's degree. I think it was his master's in engineering and an MBA because he wanted to do business in engineering. So we're like, oh, you're just doing too much. And what are you, you know, but what was important for him was to obtain that second degree because of the plans that he had. Um, so that was what became a priority and what was important. And during that time, he did not speak to us, talk to us, visit with us. And we thought that, you know, we judged him and said, that's terrible, but he took that time. And that was defined as what was most important. But after he finished that, he had his degree. He was able to advance in his work. He was able to progress. He was able to have a choice in where he wanted to work, what he wanted to do. And then he could easily merge right back into his personal life with his family and all those things. So sometimes we have to stop and pause and applause and evaluate what's really going on and what's really important. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. I, I absolutely appreciate that. Um, taking that moment to just stop and evaluate what we're doing and how it aligns with what's really important to us. And in that was, you said stop, pause and applaud. Is that Pause and applaud. Mm -hmm. Okay. And say the, so I get the stop and the pause and the applaud is to celebrating. Celebrate. We have it's to celebrate or it's not mm -hmm. even worth mm -hmm. it. You know? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. You also talk in your book about this concept of living without regrets. Uh, can I have you maybe elaborate and share a little bit about that? Absolutely. And that's, that's, one that really hit home for me because we, well, there are a couple stories in there that are really sad, um, unfortunately, but they're a wake up call to us stopping again, stopping and pausing and applauding. 
And many times we get so busy and we work so much that 30 years passes by and we're like, oh my God, did I even accomplish the things that I wanted to accomplish? Mm-hmm. And um, we find out that we didn't, we didn't spend that time with our children. We didn't spend that time traveling like we wanted to. We didn't spend that time doing some of those things that we had on our bucket list. And you don't want to live like that. I'm I'm about to share some things, but I think we have, are we going to a break? We are. So we are um, going to take a break. And then when we come back, we'll have you pick up there with regards to just um, living without regrets and share those two stories that are top of mind for you. So please stay with us and we'll be right back with more on Leadership Matters, informing leaders, inspiring solutions. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Leadership Matters is brought to you by Innovisions. Need to improve leadership, staff, or organization performance? Contact Innovisions today for quality, effective, and affordable leadership, staff, and organization development training, coaching, and consulting services. Call 619-453-8093. That's 619-453-8093. Or send an email to Dr. White. Her email address is swite at neighborhoodhouse.org. Innovisions is a social enterprise of the Neighborhood House Association of San Diego, California. Funds raised go to support the Neighborhood House Association's mission to enrich lives through a continuum of education and wellness service. Today, expertise equals credibility. When you know what to do and how to do it, people follow because they acknowledge that you know more. However, stepping up in your career eventually pushes you out of your comfort zone of expertise. How you lead at those moments requires new skills. We're here to show you how to survive and thrive. Join me, Wanda Wallace, on Out of the Comfort Zone at Voice America Business Channel. You can find more information at Leadership Forum INC. It's time to take charge of your own career path. But how do you get started? First, tune into The Career Confidant with Marie Zimanoff. Each show will feature national business leaders, tips and insights from Marie and her guests, career management tools, and a weekly career smart tip. She'll help you move forward, earn that promotion, and get hired into the career you want and brand yourself. The Career Confidant is broadcast live every Monday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Leadership Matters with Dr. Cheryl White and Dr. Andre Howard. If you have a question or comment about today's program, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to Dr. Cheryl White at swite at neighborhoodhouse.org. Now, back to Leadership Matters. And we are back with more on Leadership Matters. For those who are just joining us, I'm Cheryl White, and I'm delighted to be having a conversation today with Wendy McKinney, motivational speaker and author of Busy Doing What? Making Every Moment Count. So I know, Wendy, before we went to break, you were uh, about to share 
a little bit more on your concept and that you describe more in your book on living without regrets. And I think you had two stories that were top of mind. So I'm just going to toss it back over to you. Thank you, Cheryl. Thank you so mm-hmm. much. Dr. Yeah. White. Dr. Oh, you White. can say sure. Either way, I I respond <laughs> to my hard. mother's given name <laughs> as well. Well, well, living without regrets, that's that's a real sensitive um topic because most people, I mean, we 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 can't avoid something that we regret, right? So, but unfortunately, so many of us get to an age and a stage where we regret so much. That's why I think this chapter is so important to just kind of be a disruptor in the lives of every reader so they can stop and say, okay, I'm still alive. I still have my faculties, my, 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 my limbs. I can move. I can think, let me make sure that I try to do all things that I, that, that I've been wanting to do or desire to do or purpose to do even more so. And so I kind of came up with this list after doing lots of research. And I just want to share this list of the top regrets. Mm. And number one was they wish they had not spent so many hours working. That's the biggest one that we do. They wish they had worked out their issues with a family member. They wish they had traveled more. They wish they had taken better care of their bodies. They wish they did not care so much about what people said or thought. They wish they had taken more risks in life. They wish they had taken more time when selecting a spouse or a life partner. They wish they had. (laughs) And number eight, the last one, and that's not funny. They wish they had a parent, a better spouse, or better son or daughter. And one that sticks out, well, they all stick out to me, but one that sticks out to me um, that's just a quick and easy story that I recently experienced was they wish they had traveled more. And this is just a tip. Other people know about it, but maybe I just learned about it. But people think that, oh my God, I can't take off work. I can't stop from working in my business. Um, I don't have the money. I can't afford to travel. So just um, uh, November, Three of my friends who we we hadn't seen each other in years, we finally started an annual trip about a year ago. We hadn't seen each other in about 15 years and we decided we're going to start traveling. So one friend says, let's go to Costa Rica. And I'm like, oh my God, can I afford that? Do I have the time? And she um, connected us with an agent who started us with a payment plan. And I'm thinking a payment plan. Okay, we could just pay for it all at once. But she's like, no, this will really make it easy. So she started with this payment plan with a travel agent where we paid about $200 a month for about 10 months or maybe a year. I can't even remember, but it was amazing because I didn't even feel it. I had no idea it was even coming out of my account. I saw it every now and then, but you know, it was $200. So it wasn't huge. Like, oh my God, my account is going to, but here's this money coming out. And so when we we came time, it came time for us to travel. Our travel was paid for we got the top of everything, VIP, everything, Butler, Star Class, everything. And I said, oh my gosh, I didn't even feel that. There was no excuse. We planned the date. You know, of course, other things in life came up, but I committed to that date, committed to that plan. And we had the best time of our lives and it didn't hit and, and affect us horribly. So I, I can take away number three, that I don't want to live my life and regret having 
not travel more because I couldn't afford it or I didn't take the time. We just have to plan. We have to be committed. Yes. To, mm-hmm. We have to put in the work that it takes. Mm-hmm. But there's no excuse. You can make things happen and make things work with a plan. And of course, that's one of the concepts in the chapter. I mean, in the book is about planning, having Mm -hmm. a solid plan. And you can almost do anything with a plan. And speaking again of travel, I have a friend who um, has taken her children. They're just like about, let's say, 16 and 18, I think are their ages. And they have traveled to almost 50 countries. Since they were young because she put together funds and things like that to plan for their trips. And she worked it out with her school. She's a professor herself. So she made plans and packages for her, for her children so that they could travel. She combined it with school. So that's just one example of the eight. Um, but, but it's really important for us to take a look at the things that we want to do or purpose to do and stop and do them. Yeah, I love that. Just the just the art of being intentional. Yes. And um and, and one might say even going back to what you said in this first segment about um taking time to pause and really think about what's important. Yes. And from what's important, being intentional about it and then underscoring putting the plan together so that we can make those dreams yes. become reality by simply being intentional with our planning and implementing the plan. Love that. Um, thank you so much. The um, the busy being great was another concept that caught my um, eye um, as it relates to our leaders. And, um, you know, I'll have you just share more about that concept. Yes. And that's, again, one of my favorite chapters. I think they're all my favorite chapters. But this <laughs> one I thought really stood out because... Mm-hmm. Greatness has been defined for us um, that really doesn't fit all of us. And I happened to be talking to um, a parent and we were talking about what it means to be great. And he really enlightened me by saying that these people that we see that we call great, Jeff Bezos and um, you know, Barack Obama, we we say we we see sports figures. Um, you know, Kobe, and we see these sports figures, these uh, uh, political figures, these just superstar entertainers, um, Oprah Winfrey, and we think that's what being great is. But most of us will never be Oprah, will never have $300 billion like (laughs) Jeff Bezos. And, you know, we we won't be the first Black president. That's already taken. (laughs) But I'm I'm just saying that. So he helped me understand. So I just really would like to share that, which is coming out of the book, that there are different definitions of greatness. And I'm going to use this story as an example, which is in the book. And it's about Dominique Dawes. Dominique Dawes is a gymnast. If you read the book, you'll see a picture of me as a gymnast many, many years ago. I don't look anything like that anymore. <laughs> but gymnastics is my favorite sport. And Dominique Dawes was an Olympic champion back in um, the 90s, I think it was. And Dominique grew up um, not having a lot of money, but she, um, her mother saw her as a young person. She put her in, you know, summer camp and she was like doing these flips and doing these turns and doing all these great things. And gymnastics, her mother's like, oh my God, she's really good. And then even a coach there at the camp was like, you need to put her in 
into gymnastics. She's, she's, you know, like Olympic ready. And her mother's like, I can't afford that. I can't, you know, I can't do that. You know, how can I even, you know, get her to that point? And there's a documentary about it. And it's called basically, um, it's not the exact title, but it's how to raise a champion. So we see Dominique Dawes doing all these great things and accomplishing all this. But what we don't see is that parent who sacrificed everything to get this young lady to practice at 5 a.m., to travel three hours round trip every day to make sure that she had everything she needed to become this world champion? How about the coach whose name we don't even know who committed their life to creating these champions? So there's greatness at every level. So this mother was great. This coach was great. Um, Dominique Dawes, of course, was great, but she's the great that we see, that we read, that we, but there's other greatness. And we talk about leadership. You may not be the CEO. You may not be the CFO, the CTO, the COO. You might have a different position, but you can guarantee that the CTO, the COO, the CFO, the COO is not um, having the experience of this greatness without your contribution in this organization, in this business, in this family, in this relationship. So I, I just want to encourage people about busy being great doesn't mean your goal is to become Jeff Bezos. It's not to become Bill Gates, but it's to become great in your purpose, in, in, in what you are put on this earth to do. And that could be supporting someone else. And the story that I was sharing was the father said to me that he's great because he has a son who is potentially going to, he has actually two sons who will potentially become NFL players. But he said, yes, they'll get all the recognition and everything, but I'm a great father because I'm the one that's sacrificing and taking them to the football games. I mean, they didn't get there on their own. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They can't even drive. Well, they mm -hmm. can't now, but they couldn't even drive when they were six going to Pop Warner. Mm -hmm. So they're great parents. Yes. They're great leaders. They're great children. They're great ministers. They're great teachers, great coaches. So greatness has a lot of different levels. So we want to be busy being great in the area with which we were put on this earth to do. I love that. And the greats behind the greats is what yeah. came to Ooh, mind as you were like sharing that. Yeah, no, that I is like absolutely that. wonderful. I also really enjoy that at the um, end of each of your chapters, you kind of have these busy steps um, to really kind of help people think more introspectively and um, put into action some of the uh, the thoughts from the chapter. Want to say a little bit more about those tidbits? Yes, they're called busy steps. Mm -hmm. And um, as I was looking at that, that uh, somebody was helping me with this book some time ago, and she actually suggested this, Dr. Grant, if you're watching Dr. Mm. Grant, I believe it was you that helped me. And it's so important. We run through books and videos and tapes and classes and, and, and big binders, and we don't stop. And again, this is all about being too busy and stopping to evaluate and to applaud and to pause and to really understand your purpose. So these busy steps stop you. They stop you to say, hey, let's do some self-reflection. How would you, in this particular chapter that we talked about, one of the questions is how would you define greatness? Mm -hmm. So we've heard these stories, we've read these examples and stop and pause and say, how would you define greatness? What have you done to help make someone or someone better off than before? 
What does an unsung hero mean to you? So there are questions at the end, and I really encourage every reader to stop. Read this book with a pen in hand. Don't just read through it like a novel, because it isn't. It's supposed to change your life or help you change someone else's. Mm-hmm. Love it. And looks like we're going to need to take another short break. But when we come back, we're going to ask you to talk a little bit more about maybe you mentioned the uh, the parenting and I know that we have a lot of leaders who are juggling um, that, that aspect of their life. So we have busy parenting, busy living, loving, yeah. laughing, busy saying no. When we come back, I'm just going to toss it over to you to share a little bit more about how we can um, really ensure that we are leading and living on purpose. So please stay with us and we'll be right back with more on Leadership Matters. Informing Leaders, Inspiring Solutions. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. Leadership Matters is brought to you by Innovisions. Need to improve leadership, staff, or organization performance? Contact Innovisions today for quality, effective, and affordable leadership, staff, and organization development training, coaching, and consulting services. Call 619-453-8093. That's 619-453-8093. Or send an email to Dr. White. Her email address is swite at neighborhoodhouse.org. Innovisions is a social enterprise of the Neighborhood House Association of San Diego, California. Funds raised go to support the Neighborhood House Association's mission to enrich lives through a continuum of education and wellness service. Trends in global business are changing all the time. It used to only be worrying about your competitor across the street, but now that competitor may be across the world. On Global Business with Mahesh Joshi, we discuss the trends in global business, plus issues and solutions that business leaders face today. Each show is guaranteed to teach you something that you didn't know before about global business. Listen live every Wednesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. The pace of change in the world is increasing exponentially and shows no signs of slowing down. Leadership is evolving and requires more and more innovative leaders to keep up. Innovating Leadership, co-creating our future with Maureen Metcalf, features interviews with global business leaders, thought leaders, and academics in a wide range of industries. Proven concepts and tools may be applied to build your organization and deliver sustainable success. Tune in every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Business. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Leadership Matters with Dr. Cheryl White and Dr. Andre Howard. If you have a question or comment about today's program, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to Dr. Cheryl White at swite at neighborhoodhouse.org. Now, back to Leadership Matters. And we are back with more on Leadership Matters. Enjoying a conversation with Wendy McKinney, motivational speaker and author of Busy Doing What? Making Every Moment Count. 
So, Wendy, before we went to break, you had uh, talked a little bit about mentioned parenting. And I think so many leaders find themselves in that role. I think it's probably one of the most important roles we have in leadership is simply our parenting and then juggling all of that with um, doing a good job at work, but then not having the regret that you talked about earlier with regards to spending so much time there that we neglect other parts of our life. Love to hear you share more about your busy parenting. And, and this one is huge. This one is really huge. Um, like I said, they're all my favorite. This one is one of my favorites because I'm a mother like you are too, Dr. White. And I remember um, uh, being on a trip. I was in an airport. I think I was in, in New York at JFK. And I got a call from my older son, Dallas. And he's like crying. He's just bawling. Mom, I got in trouble. And and I'm 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 so sad and I'm so hurt and I don't know what to do. And he's like, you know, maybe eight or nine or something like that. And he's like, when are you coming home? And I, I see my plane is not even leaving for hours. I'm clearly across the country. And I told him, you know, mommy will be home soon. Where's daddy? Can you talk to dad? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, sometimes they want mommy. So I I, um, I literally sat in the JFK, JFK airport crying bawling my eyes out. Like, how can I have this great career? Because I literally went to New York every month, once a month for like a year at this particular job. So I, I this ch- chapter really is motivated, inspired by that. And it's called Busy Parenting. And the subtitle of the chapter is, I really do love my kids. What are their names again? <laughs> <laughs> There's a quote at the beginning of the chapter by Arnold Glassow, and it says, the best thing you can spend on your kids is time, is time. And I know we're busy, but busy parenting has to be, again, all this, ha- you have to put in the work. You have to be strategic and you have to have a plan, but you can have a quality life with your children, even with uh, being a, a, a leading executive of an organization, running your own business, traveling a lot, but you have to plan and incorporate. There's something that um, I called uh, some time ago, instituted called Tyler Tuesday. My younger son, his name is Tyler. And I called it Tyler Tuesday. I struggled a lot with this Tyler Tuesday, but I tried to put it into effect. And I just took out Tuesdays. You know, I live my life like a lot of leaders that are listening by our calendar. And if something's Mm -hmm. in the calendar, we do Mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. If it's not in the calendar, we don't do it. Mm -hmm. So if I calendar my kid, I know it sounds awful, but sometimes we have to do that. Mm -hmm. I have to calendar breaks. I remember when I first started working Mm -hmm. somewhere and I had an assistant and she said, Wendy, I'm going to block out your lunch every week from 12 to 1.30. I'm not going to schedule anything. And you're going to, even if you don't leave for lunch, that's blocked out. Same thing with Tyler Tuesday for your children. We're committed to blocking out that lunch or making it to that meeting or to that regular Friday meeting or that Monday management meeting. Block out this time for your children. So Tyler Tuesday um, was blocked out for Tyler to do anything with mommy that he wanted to do, whether it was watch TV, play a video game. You know, he was real techie, so he liked to go to AT&T, the AT&T store at the time and pick out phones and 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 give his advice on what phone I should buy, just whatever his interest was. And, it, and not just the things that 
he had to do, but the things that he wanted to do. So he would look forward to that Tuesday. Mm -hmm. He knew that was for him because we're not all built in our lives to be stay-at-home moms or stay-at-home dads. And some of us don't want to after COVID. Some of us want to make sure we work. (laughs) And not get home and not teach our kids that we know that teaching is a unique craft and art and, and, you know, all praise to teachers because a lot of parents found out during COVID that their job was very important. (laughs) Um, But I I do um, encourage you to do something like a Tyler Tuesday. And then if you have multiple children, which I have, each child needs their own time. Yes. Sometimes you scoop them up all together, but plan that and really take out time to decide what that child needs because each child needs something different. Some children need you to just be there with them. Some of them, I have one child who talks a lot. The other one doesn't talk a lot, but he does want to be in your presence. Then I have another child who, you know, loves to read or to have intellectual conversations. So you got to be on your game on the latest topic. Mm -hmm. So find out what it is, get to know your children and take out that time with them. You don't have to spend every single moment with your children. As a matter of fact, they don't want you to. Mm-hmm. And that could be overkill. <laughs> and you make for an opportunity for you all to miss each other and come back and share your time and for them to develop without you so that you can come in and course correct in terms of their development, give them ideas on what they've experienced at school or even your adult children at work mm-hmm. or in their business. And as they're planning take out specific time so they feel like they're significant. They feel like they're important so that they know that you know their name and they're not just <laughs> child number one, child number two, or whatever your name is. Come here and turn this seat off. Yeah. Yes. No, it's, I've made that mistake of calling my children by the uh, wrong name, to which my son, when I call him Jeanette, will say, Mom, I am not a girl. I'm not Jeanette. Right. <laughs> like, oh, I meant Amanda Jordan. <laughs> right. Whatever your name is. So, but I do, as you're talking, I think I, I, um, it really takes me back to some of my favorite moments with my youngest child, mm-hmm. um, Jordan, where I was part of a group with um, parents. Mm-hmm. Where we would have the our our um, boys plan the activities for the weekend, mm-hmm. and it is when I think about it, it was you know kind of some of the most delightful um, weekends, um, kind of going and doing what it is our boys had planned for us to do. Mm-hmm. So I really like the idea of being intentional about um, having them plan. You know, setting oh, aside the time, but then yeah. having them. Plan plan how that time will be oh, will be spent great. yeah that is uh I, I absolutely love that and I always tell my team if it's not on the calendar it's not going to happen <laughs> so I definitely can relate to that I was like it has to be on the calendar if it's not on yes. the calendar it's not going to happen please exactly. get it on the calendar exactly. so yeah no absolutely love it love it love it and so um busy getting it done let's go there Absolutely. And one last thing I just wanted to say about parenting. Can I? Oh, sure. Absolutely. Um, especially when you're busy parents and your your life is, your time with your child is super um, limited and you want to make it quality time. I, I encourage you to spend that time encouraging them and building them up mm-hmm. instead of using that as a time to list all the things that they do wrong and all the things that they're not mm-hmm. good at and all the things you're disappointed and all the things you need them to do. That's really, unfortunately, not the time for um, criticizing and disciplining. Of course, you have to do that. But when we're talking about being busy, 
parenting as a priority. You have a limited amount of time. This is the time to build that child up, to encourage mm-hmm. them, to help them with development, help them understand what their purpose is so they can live without regret, so they can be busy getting things done, so they can be busy understanding what's important. So these are things that I would encourage you to do as you're parenting. And Wonderful. Thank you. I love that. You're welcome. You're welcome. And yes. as we transition to busy getting it done, mm-hmm. that's the tough one. This is the hardest of the chapters. As a matter of fact, I rewrote and rewrote and rewrote and rewrote because that's one of the most difficult things is when you're busy, how do you get everything done? How do you get everything Mm -hmm. done? And I found out that you really can get everything done. Mm -hmm. Not at the same time. (laughs) And not necessarily when you think it should be done, but you can get everything done. Done. It's almost like the there's a part in the book where I say you can have it all, do it all, be it all, but just not all at the same time because you plan it and you figure it out. So getting it done, one of the main things that I think about in the chapter and I talk about is getting it done means you're going to need some help. And Dr. White, we were just talking about this earlier. Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Many times we just want to do it all. And we're like, you know what? If I have to explain it to them and train them and teach that employer, that staff member, that business partner, forget it. I'm just going to do it myself. Really, you're doing a disservice to yourself. Sometimes you do have to do. I understand. Sometimes you got a deadline. You just don't have time. You got to get it done. But if you can plan, as we've been talking about busy planning in here, let's put a plan together and do something to help someone else, and also to help you get it done. One of the concepts I have in here, and we talked about it before at the radio program, is ECDC. I like to rhyme it with easy peasy. It's like how to get something done, easy peasy. How about ECDC? Eliminate, consolidate, delegate, and Cheryl taught me, delegate. (laughs) we'll talk about that in a second eliminate consolidate delegate and create this is a way that you can get everything done now i think we have a break so probably yes well what we'll yes (laughs) thank you thank you so (laughs) we'll look forward to hearing more about ecdc on the other side of the break please stay with us we'll be right back with more on leadership matters informing leaders inspiring solutions business community's first choice in internet talk radio voice america business network leadership matters is brought to you by innovisions need to improve leadership staff or organization performance contact innovisions today for quality effective and affordable leadership staff and organization development training coaching and consulting services call 619-453-8093 that's 619-453-8093 or send an email to dr white her email address is swite at neighborhoodhouse.org innovisions is a social enterprise of the neighborhood house association of san diego california funds raised go to support the neighborhood house association's mission to enrich lives through a continuum of education and wellness service Small businesses are in trouble, and it didn't just start with COVID-19. 
from the recession several years ago to the revolution of e-commerce giants more recently. Small businesses are getting hit hard and need to come back. Tune in to Business Buzz and Business Watch. It's two shows in one, hosted by Frank Hellring. We'll help your small business bounce back with best practices, guest experts, and resources that you can use to strengthen your small business. Listen Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific and 1 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Leadership Matters with Dr. Cheryl White and Dr. Andre Howard. If you have a question or comment about today's program, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to Dr. Cheryl White at swite at neighborhoodhouse.org. Now, back to Leadership Matters. And we are back with Leadership Matters. Talking with Wendy McKinney, motivational speaker, author of Busy Doing What? Making Every Moment Count. Going to toss it back over to Wendy to talk about Busy Getting It Done, ECDC. Busy Getting It Done, ECDC. So we were saying before that you really can get everything done if you have the right plan. And that took 50 plus years for me to figure out. Um that it's really true. You can get everything done. And this is a, a collection of ideas from different people. And ECDC came to me and it's the, the four letters E, C, D, and C. The E stands for eliminate. The C stands for consolidate. Then the D stands for delegate. And the last C stands for create. Eliminate consolidate, delegate, and create. And what this means is basically we're so busy with so many things. Um, we talked about earlier that we we don't want to get help. And that really is the secret. And when you're helping, I mean, when you get help, you're really helping other people. Like Cheryl mentioned um, before about gating. You're helping develop other people. So it's not always about you. Part of your purpose on earth here is to help others as leaders you're leading and helping others to develop so ecdc um eliminate consolidate delegate create i'm just going to go over really quickly as an example eliminate sometimes you have to eliminate in its entirety a project or um something that you're that's that's distracting you sometimes you have to eliminate relationships uh oh did i say that out loud sometimes <laughs> that are toxic, that don't help you move forward. I mean, you don't have to entirely eradicate that, eliminate that relationship and never speak to that person. But sometimes those things are an issue, even in business or in an organization. That might be not be the connection that you want to have. Consolidate. This one is really important because you can take out, you can take certain things and and and, and events in your life and put them together so that they cover an, a variety of events, activities, obligations. And I use this example with Dr. White. She shared with me some time ago as she was working on her dissertation, how she would put together friends and colleagues to help her with her dissertation. Um, even to the point where I've, I've started thinking about other ways 
to consolidate. Another thing she could have done, and she may have done some of, was even when she's with her family or with her children, you know, when you're working on a dissertation, that just consumes your entire life. Like instead of just going in a corner for two, three, four, five, six, seven years working on this dissertation, incorporate your family into some of your surveys, some of your research, incorporate your friends, incorporate your work colleagues so you can consolidate some of those things that you're working on. Another example of consolidation is um, I was asking this colleague many years ago, he was um, on the board on like 10 different boards. And I said to him, and I shared this in the book, how can you be on so many boards? You, um, How do you have the time? But he shared with me that every single board and every single board committee that he participated in, it contributed to his work, his business, his bottom line. There was not one committee or board member, a board that he was on that wasn't connected to his central focus in life, whether it was um, something that was fun for him. For example, he was a part of the symphony. And I'm like, why would you do that when you're a nonprofit leader doing X for social services? Well, he used to be um, uh, playing an orchestra. And so that's something that he loved, but he really didn't have time. But every now and then they'd have tickets, they'd have an event to the symphony. So he was able to incorporate that. Mm-hmm. He also was um, maybe a part of um, a bank and on a board of a bank. But of course, you need that financial um, um the financial um, advice and things like that, and those relationships to help you with raising money for your organization if you're a nonprofit. So everything that he did uh, overlaps. So you consolidate it, and that helps you to be more effective and to get things done. Delegate. Now, this is probably one of the most difficult things for people who just want to get it done and don't want to spend the time. But once once you figure out the secret to delegating and you get a rhythm, You can leave and go on that vacation so that you don't regret it. You can move on to other projects, but you do have to invest in the delegation process. Again, we talked about putting in the work. Putting in the work, when you're busy and you want to be effective in your busyness, you're gonna have to put in some of the work, but the results and the outcome, the outcomes are incredible. They will change your life. They will eliminate this busyness. So once you take the time to delegate, once you take the time to share and train someone, then you have the freedom and flexibility to do number four, which is to create. You can become creative. Um, You can become, uh, use other types of opportunities to get your projects and, and, and events and things done. You can go above and beyond outside the envelope and do great things that you couldn't do when you're too busy. So that's eliminate, consolidate, and, uh, what did I skip? Delegate. <laughs> okay, wonderful. And all of that, I'm your amen corner over here saying, yes, I uh, experienced that. And yes, a shout out to all of the women who helped me with my dissertation. Marsha, Stahl, McKinney, Danelle, <laughs> Ashley, Margaret, all helped with our program evaluation. And then I would meet up with girlfriends that were mm-hmm. also working on their doctorate. Uh, Jackie, Shirley, Christina, Judy, Mm -hmm. Susan, (laughs) we all became a community that supported each other um, in our vision and kind of moving things forward so that we'd all get it done and and graduate from our programs or get it done and give birth to the program evaluation we were working on. So 
I'm going to ask you to share with us just if we want to get in touch with you or get this great book, how might we do so? Well, the book is out and available. Busy doing what? Um, Making Every Moment Count by Wendy McKinney on Amazon and on Barnes and Noble. You can visit my website, www.wendyl, as in Lynn, McKinney.com. That's www.wendylmckinney.com to follow along with um, events and and um, workshops and more information about Busy Doing What and also to get the book. Awesome. Very good. Fabulous. Well, any final thoughts that you'd like to share with our listening audience? Um, I just want to encourage everyone to, uh, one of the things that took me a long time to realize when I got towards the end of the book was boundaries. I kept thinking, you know, still, what what's another thing to really help help you understand how to be not be busy? Mm-hmm. Distraction addictions is something that we talked about before. Of course, we don't have time. You have to buy the book to read about distraction. <laughs> but setting boundaries are so important. You have to learn to say no, say no with class. You have to be able to stop and really evaluate, as we talked about many times, get help, get a plan, do the work say no, and don't be afraid to self-reflect. Be honest with yourself uh, about where you want to be, what you want to do. And you don't have to do anything anybody else wants you to do. You don't have to fulfill anybody else's dreams, only your own. So you want to be busy doing what? Believing undeniably that success is yours. Love it. Well, thank you so uh, very much for just sharing all of these fabulous concepts about stepping back, reflecting, resetting, and being intentional about le- uh, leading our lives in a way where there'll be no regrets and we will be able to say, yes, I've got those things done that were on my bucket list because I created one to begin with. And um have the belief in the plan to uh, move myself forward and truly um, making those things happen. And I think relationships are so important. I know you talked about the things that uh, are on the list of regrets. And so I I, uh, encourage us all to be intentional about our relationships because I do think that that is a space where I've seen people be really sad. I remember uh, being with someone whose mother had passed and uh, and the comment that they made is death is so final. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, having had both of my parents uh, now um, not with us any longer with regards to in this physical realm, uh, I can echo that and say, I think that that was, um, I think one of the most important things is just to make sure that we are intentional about um, how we engage with each other and spending time with loved ones and having no regrets in that space. So again, thank you so much for being with us and thank you to our listening audience. Please join us every Wednesday or when it's you know convenient for you. We tape live on Wednesdays, but the um, broadcast is available to you at any time at your convenience. So we just ask you to tune in and enjoy uh, each of these episodes on Leadership Matters. Informing leaders, inspiring solutions. Thank you again for tuning in. 
Leadership Matters with Dr. Cheryl White and Dr. Andre Howard is broadcast live every Wednesday afternoon at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Have a wonderful week and make your leadership matter.